All right, good evening, and thank you for joining me. My name is Roz, and this is The Daily Stand-Up. Uh, good evening, thanks, thanks, and thanks. This is episode one of many to come. Tonight, I appreciate you joining me. We'll be listening to a few songs here and there. Um, some you'll remember, some you may not. And if you don't know these, I'd encourage you to download them and get familiar with them. They are the bomb. First order of business, though, before we get into the music, let me know where you heard of the podcast, um, whether it was by word of mouth, um, maybe on one of my Instagram posts on my page, Miss Morales 2020, uh, possibly Twitter, maybe on Facebook, possibly wherever you heard of the podcast, let me know, uh, on whatever platform that you have access to and just drop me a comment say hey Roz I heard of your podcast here I enjoyed it I didn't enjoy it I'd like to hear more of let me know what your thoughts are after you get through this one tonight though tonight we will be listening and discussing uh some of the blue-eyed soul artists from the 80s and early 90s over to present day. Uh, first, you'll remember um, uh, many, many, many male artists, to be honest. I think uh, most of the blue-eyed soul artists, or at least the ones that first come to mind when I mention uh, or think about blue-eyed soul, they're all male artists. It took some digging um, to find a good number of female artists and some of those artists on the list uh, are questionable. I would not consider um, a couple of the female artists that are listed under the Blue-Eyed Soul category as Blue-Eyed Soul. So if you just do a random search in Google, and enter Blue-Eyed Soul Artists, uh, you'll see a couple of the uh, p- most popular answers. You'll see Hall & Oates come up. You'll see George Michael come up. Uh, you'll see Tina Marie come up. You'll even see Amy Winehouse and Adele come up. But then you'll see um, Annie Lennox come up, which... I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. And if you want to take it past or, well, a little bit earlier than the 80s, um, you will see Dusty Springfield come up. So Dusty Springfield, for those who may not be familiar, um, Dusty Springfield, uh, one of her her most popular songs was um, Son of a Preacher Man. So you know, I'm not sure if that is considered a blue-eyed soul, but uh, according to at least one list, uh, I found she is there. So anyway, we're going to take a look at and listen to a couple of the blue-eyed soul artists from the 80s and 90s. Up first, here's a song that you should remember by Holland Oates. I can't go for that.
All right. I hope you enjoyed that. I know I did. I know all the words to it. I'm sure you do as well. Uh, but yeah, Holland Notes, um, they are a classic blue-eyed soul. Um, most people that you know probably know of them or at least know that song. Uh, another guy on the list, David Bowie. Now, David Bowie, um, I do remember some of his songs from the 80s. I do remember that he was on uh, MTV quite a bit. I wouldn't consider him Blue-Eyed Soul, though. I know he's married to Amon and everything, but I don't know. I think his sound was more of a universal rock and roll sound. And although... um, It's a universal sound, and many people know his songs. I would not consider his music as Blue-Eyed Soul. However, this culprit here, Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald, formerly of the band The Doobie Brothers. Michael McDonald has such songs as, uh, let's see, Yamo Be There. That's one that I I think uh, most people are familiar with. Um, Another song he had was a duet with Patti LaBelle. Um, And that song, I think, was at the top of the charge for for quite a bit. Came out in the 80s. Um, That song is called On My Own. We're going to take a listen to that. I hope it jogs your memory. If not, download it. Get some uh, get some eighties music into your your rotation. I promise you'll appreciate it. All right, now Miss Patty, well, Patty will take it there take you to church every time she sings okay all right so now we're taking a look at um some of the female artists i will say i did have a hard time finding um a lot of the female artists i guess there just weren't many but we are going to take a listen to the queen of blue-eyed soul you may already know who i'm getting ready to to name drop that is miss tina marie so miss tina marie um, stepped onto the scene by way of or under the wing of Rick James, who was already quite popular when she when she came out. Um, you will remember their duet together, Fire and Desire. Okay, Fire and Desire, if you've ever caught... Well, first, let me just say, that song is a classic um that song is a a classic duet great dynamic you can tell that they there may have been some uh connection or emotion toward each other while they were singing it possibly i suspect but if you've ever caught a a video of or a live recording of one of the concerts where they performed on stage together. Everybody's sweating. Everybody's hot. They're singing. I'm not even sure if they needed the microphone. Uh, they were they're belting out notes. 
Um, it's just a really, really uh, strong performance to watch. So anyway, without further ado, Fire and Desire, Rick James, Tina Marie. Okay. All right. I know it's the evening, so if if uh, this music is getting you up out of bed and dancing, uh, I think I apologize. I'm, I don't know. That might be a good thing. That might be a good thing. You can go to bed and catch up on some sleep later. Okay. All right. Next up, Blue-Eyed Soul, Amy Winehouse. Now, I will say, and I'll probably get a little bit of backlash for this, I... I do not, did not care for Amy Winehouse, um, her, her music. I really didn't. Um, it is unfortunate, though. Um, she had an untimely death, and from what I understand, had a little bit of a turmoil in her life, um, which is really, really unfortunate. Um, she seemed like a nice person. A lot of the artists that I respect worked with her. Um, Nas worked with her. Uh, Ghostface Killer from Wu-Tang Clan worked with her. Um, a lot of people, a lot of, um, artists worked with her and appreciated her sound. I personally, uh, when it came to her songs, um, by herself, I I personally didn't care for him. However, um, she is one who fits the blue-eyed soul category by default. Well, let me back up. Can somebody explain to me why many, many British artists sound American when they sing? Not when they talk, just when they sing. But other foreign artists do not sound American when they sing that. That's just something that always baffled me. But anyway, that's that's a tangent. Um, so since I didn't care for too much of her music, we're going to take a listen to uh, Amy Winehouse on Longside Ghostface Killer. All right. Now you'll probably say, hey, Roz, um, Amy did not come out in the 90s or the 80s. Why is she fitting this category? So since I had such a hard time finding uh, 80s and 90s female blue-eyed soul artists, I decided I'm going to um, find some artists who kind of were past the torch. Outside of Tina Marie, there really wasn't anyone for a good while until um, Amy Winehouse, Adele, 
uh, and 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 Joss Stone, I guess the British artist, came about. Um, one person on the list who you may or may not agree with uh, was Cons- Christina Aguilera. Uh, Christina, she is on the Blue Eyed Soul list probably because of her ability to belt out um, some notes. She has said herself that her main inspiration was Whitney Houston. So if you listen to Christina, you can hear some of the influence that Whitney Houston had on her and her music. So uh, we're going to take a listen to uh, Christina Aguilera's first uh, national song, Genie in a Bottle. Now, I hope you remember that song. I do. That was definitely, definitely one of the most popular 90s songs um, out. Genie in the Bottle. Her her counterpart, Britney Spears, had Hit Me Baby One More Time right around the same uh, time. But, but Britney is strictly pop and doesn't fit the blue-eyed soul category, so... We're just not going to talk about her. However, um, some of the male artists that were uh, stepped on the scene um, in the 90s under the blue-eyed soul category, um, these two, I would say, definitely, well, I would say this first one here. The first one here is the epitome of uh, blue-eyed soul. You may remember an artist by the name of John B. John B., who came up under Babyface, um, stepped onto the scene, and I mean, he had the R&B, Blue-Eyed Soul thing on lock, had all the men enjoying his music, but all the women uh, flocking to uh, him and his music, and even... I believe was married and may still be married his um uh, wife and family he married a black woman and had had a couple of children so when I say um blue-eyed soul this man thoroughly embodied uh the soulfulness um uh that he is known for and has has sung about uh, for some time now. So without further ado, here is John B. and Babyface. All right. Okay. I know y'all remember that song. That was a good song. And for a minute, I couldn't tell the difference between John B. and Babyface until I heard that song a couple times. All right. So now the baby of the group, um, the baby of the Blue Eyed Soul group from the 90s, 
Justin Timberlake. So Justin Timberlake stepped on the scene with a group by the name of NSYNC. And that was, NSYNC was the, I guess, the answer to the Backstreet Boys. I will say, personally, if I had to choose, uh, I would have been more of an NSYNC fan. They sung, they danced, but their songs were more uh, pop. Eh, They were more pop, but they were more... Uh, I guess relatable or happier. I'm not sure how to describe them, but uh, they resonated with me a little bit more than the Backstreet Boys, who I believe were some some global phenoms. But uh, after his stint with NSYNC, Justin Timberlake stepped out on his own, uh, joined up with the infamous uh, and talented producer Timbaland, and um, was on the top of the charts for quite a few years before settling down uh, with um, Miss Jessica Beale. So here is Justin Timberlake and Timberland, who uh, really, really helped his career out. All right. Now I will say, um, if you're in the bed, I'm sure you were moving and dancing in the bed because you can't not move uh, to any song that Timberland has produced. It's just impossible, I believe. Um, if you weren't dancing, then there's something wrong with you because um, uh, Timberland, he the way he puts sounds and and melodies together that it's just impossible not to move something while something that he's created is playing. Okay. All right. Now we are going to take a step out of the nineties beyond the two thousands and bring it on home to 2019, uh, 2019. And I'm making a case for, uh, this artist to be added to the Blue-Eyed Soul category. Her name is Charlotte Day. Now, Charlotte Day is a Canadian artist uh, who I had never heard of until I downloaded uh, Mr. K. Trinata's Bubba album. So K. Trinata released uh, an album late 2019, Uh, December 13th, 2019, to be exact. And I can tell you that I have played that album every day, at least once, uh, except for today. Uh, But I've played that every day since I've downloaded it. One of my favorite songs, and probably my favorite song on the album is by Kay Trinata and Miss Charlotte Day. Uh, This song, I really thought she was a black woman singing initially when I I heard it. So I I listened to it, listened to it, listened to it, decided to 
um, do a Google search and figure out who Charlotte Day Wilson was. And to my surprise, she is a Canadian um, white woman who whose sound is just uh, amazing. Anyway, uh, enjoy Charlotte and Kate Renata. Uh, and I hope you enjoyed my podcast. I'm going to let that song play in its entirety. And I will see you on the next one. Enjoy. Good night.